and I'm kneeling down. <laughs> That's just so much. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing right now. Oh, thank God. No, you know you want to see. I kind of do. Turn your camera on. Turn your. <laughs> um, how's it going, boys? What's going on? What are we doing? Uh, a podcast. We're doing some stuff Wait, now. You have to. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a thing. <laughs> hey, Omar. Why don't you say the thing? Fine. Ugh. You are listening to the Give Me Five podcast, episode two twenty six. Shattered me again. You love how I do that. It's actually 227. Is it? It is. Who wrote 226? I don't know. I wrote 227 and someone changed it to 227. I know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't change it. I didn't touch it. <laughs> Should we start it over? Uh, Maths no. is hard. No. It's 227? Like the show? Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. I'm going to be Jack Hay. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Um. All right. Wow. That it's it's amazing how much that actually lines up. <laughs> that that's yeah. That's fair. So this is the Give Me Five podcast. It's a semi-entertaining uh, show, but it's about very very entertaining things. <laughs> <laughs> I have a semi that's entertaining. Oh my god! I can't do this with you. It's been two minutes, and I'm already done. <laughs> we are off the rails already. Uh, okay. So we're going to talk about pop culture. Uh, we're going to talk about some entertainment news. We're going to talk about um, some Star Warsy things. Um, is there a Florida story? Did anybody? F- I didn't find one. There is a, a Florida, Florida story. story. All right, cool. I think Rob found one, so he he probably knows it better than nice. me. Nice, so very good. Okay, and we're also going to talk about whatever may have caught our eyes this week. Um, they call me Boomar Monk, and I am joined by Will Rohood. Where's my ice cream? <laughs> Is it ironic? Does Wilro Hood wear a baseball cap? Because that would be annoying. No, no, no. It's he. Is he wearing a hood? No, he's just wearing uh, futuristic space clothing and uh, carrying and a, an ice cream maker <laughs> and an early '80s mustache. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And um, we're also joined by Elo Asti. Hello. Hello. I'm Elo Asti. Oh. <laughs> Alien pilot love machine. Oh. Uh, 80s mustache? Uh, no, tentacles, actually. Okay. 80s tentacles? <laughs> 80 tentacles, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So we're going to talk about Sing 2, but we're also going to, if you haven't noticed, because uh, so many Star Wars references, we're going to talk about Book of Boba Fett, Episode 3 which I enjoyed very much, but we'll get into that later. And for those who didn't catch it, those are all very obscure Star Wars characters. Yes. Because Star Wars names everything. Yeah. They do a good job with that, but there must be 
thousands of Star Wars names. Like, there's so many characters. It's unbelievable. Well, if you can sell an action figure or a pop, you can, or a character on a video game, you can make a name That's for fair. it. Uh, Bomar Monk, those are these spider, those spider droids that wander around uh, Jabba's palace. We most recently saw them in, I don't think it was the Mandalorian. It was, was it? No, it was just in this episode. Did you see them in there? There's one that's wandering around yeah. outside in some in something we just yeah. watched. Maybe Book of Boba Fett one. No, 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 no. In episode three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll... Uh, Will Hood is a character that, as Bespin is about to be attacked by the Empire, he's running around holding on to a, what was supposed to be a very futuristic device, but what was actually a very obvious uh, 1970s, 1980s ice cream maker. And LOSD is a. Beastie Boys reference, Hello Nasty, but oh, nice. he is a pilot uh, for uh, in Poe Dameron's like whatever their his squadron is called in the most recent Star Wars movies, and uh, yeah, and and just to illustrate how much Star Wars names like everybody, the skull that Luke threw to bring down the door on the Rancor head actually had a name and a backstory for Christ's sake. That's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, His name was Steve. <laughs> wait, now I can't tell if you're kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He is kidding okay. because the name was Bidlow Quirk. Uh, of course it was. Yeah. Why wouldn't it just be Steve? But that's fine. The, the, the Steve skull being thrown, to, thrown into a Rancor's mouth is, that's my own personal fantasy. Skull of Steve. You know what you did, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, should we plus three? Should we spoil any of this? Okay, so here is the deal: we are going to talk about something that just aired uh, yesterday. Technically, uh, as we're recording this, we're recording on Thursday. Book of Boba Fett came out Wednesday uh, on Wednesday, so we are going to spoil some stuff with that with our discussion about it. Uh, we might also. I have not yet seen Sing, so there's going to be some some conversations that will spoil that movie as well because um, I'm sure it's doing well, but. There's probably a lot of people that haven't had a chance to see it. So uh, if you are worried about any of these spoilers, then, uh, I don't know, just as we're talking about it, put your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 and then come back when you're done. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. There's all sorts of sad news. There is. There was a rash of, like, of famous people dying, and... We lost another legend. Um, shortly after the Betty White incident that we may or may not talk about later, um, Sidney Poitier died. And for those of you who who are not familiar with the name Sidney Poitier, I couldn't remember. I couldn't believe how many people didn't know who he was when I was saying, "Oh my God, Sidney Poitier died." Yeah. They're like, "Who?" I'm like, "Are you?" fucking kidding me? well he's he's from a different time really like and f- yeah fairness. but still i mean he he's he's very very newsworthy i mean he he had a very storied career and if i'm not mistaken um historic in some aspects yeah no for sure well, he, but he just he just hasn't been in pop culture like lately like in the in the in the in the same way that like say betty white has like he just hasn't been mm-hmm. that Ex, like hasn't had that much exposure in the last whatever decades yeah i think it's interesting like there's certain people uh frank sinatra Sidney poitier meryl streep's a little more modern but 
that people will always kind of use in those like if someone does like a big bold performance be like oh good work there Sidney Poitier that kind of thing like, right I heard his name a lot in those kind of references for like as a reference point to other actors or like doing big bold you know mm-hmm. uh iconic uh what am I uh soliloquies and things like that you know court case type things um in fact actually i heard a reference to him in a movie that you that you referenced recently rob uh they were talking about matthew mcconaughey in uh time to kill mm-hmm. and they were saying like in something i read this was not due to his death it was something i read where they said that he he was he broke out with his like his sydney poitier moment oh interesting yeah the, the so anyway, um, well, I mean, his 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 big ones, I think, were uh, "To Sir with Love" and "Guess Who's Coming to correct. Dinner." But I mean, he's been in a lot of movies. I mean, like like you were saying, very uh, a few, um, very few more recently. But I mean, he's got a very long. Wasn't he fighting dementia? Oh, that I don't. That, know. I don't know. I didn't look into the to the cause of death or anything because. Yeah, I mean, he was he was over ninety. Yeah, he exactly. Was 90, so, but even when Denzel Washington won his Oscar, um, Sidney Poitier was there in the in the in the theater, and he he references him and he goes, "I've been chasing you a long time," because <laughs> Sidney Poitier, I believe, is the first um, African American to win uh, like Best Actor, if I recall correctly. I don't want to I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I believe that's like one of his one of his many claims to fame so um it was it was cool to see washington like mention him and it was kind of like a passing of the torch sort of um his last movie was in 2001 the last brick maker in america yeah that was a tv movie hmm. okay the last movie movie was the jackal in 97 that's right oh, wow. he was in the jackal with uh bruce willis mm-hmm. yeah and Jack Black actually in a long time. That might have to be added uh, to our uh, upcoming movies to watch. I haven't seen that in forever. That's a good one. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know that I've ever seen it. I mean, I know of it, but it's one of those kind of understated spy movies. But it was actually, if I remember correctly, it was it was better than yeah. I don't think it did like huge numbers or anything, but it was a solid movie. So. One of his movies was actually quoted in The Lion King, or kind of quoted in The Lion King. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Oh, yep. That's Pumbaa's big line. They call me... He says it? I don't remember that. Mr. Pig. (laughs) (laughs) It was a play off of that line. (laughs) Um, So who else uh, do we have on the list for this Uh, week? The the Bob Saget one was interesting because... Mm -hmm. I go down. Comedians freak me out. In what like, way? They, like I know Rob, you like watching comedy shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, I like comedians. I respect them. I know it's an extraordinarily hard job, but they always seem so unstable to me. And if I go to to a, a comedian and the crowd is like like talking back or or heckling like it makes me really uncomfortable um it just i don't know there's something about it and i do a lot i read a lot about music obviously but i read a lot about comedians especially the 70s and 80s era of comedians because Mm -hmm. some of the stories are fascinating 
And also, when you do a lot of that reading, you, it occurs to you just how many bad people are comedians <laughs> as well and how many damaged people are comedians. But Well, yeah, but there's also – I mean they also deal with a lot of problems in that especially, – especially in today's society where you can't actually make jokes anymore. Mm. I mean people get so offended about the dumbest shit and it's like you're – you're, I mean, that's what a comedian does. Mm-hmm. But what one of the things that was interesting is Bob Saget, we know him. Everyone, of course, knows him from Full House, from uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was there in the the comedy store, like, during the, the strikes, the strike that Jay Leno and David Letterman started because the comedy store wasn't paying the comedians. He was there side by side with, you know, the, the people that looked at George Carlin and uh, Richard Pryor and then were the next round, the Seinfelds, the uh, – who else? Robin Williams, all those guys. Like they were all there together, and not a single person had a single bad thing to say about Bob Saget. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I if it, – it's fascinating, and we're not – you know, we are obviously not comedians, um, as you probably can tell. <laughs> not but um if you look at if you go and f- seek out uh wtf with mark Marin, he actually did three episodes with bob saget and they're talking about a couple things some things were, were super interesting like there's a house behind the comedy store that all these comedians used to live in like whenever they were playing gigs at the comedy store mm-hmm. and like the the comedians that you might think are terrible people are actually not it's usually the op- the other way around. Like Andrew Dice Clay, they talk about him like he was like – he would give you a- anything. off. He would give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. He is a absolute 100% family man. He's the exact opposite of a stage persona, hmm. which is interesting. And Bob Saget had a completely dirty, filthy stage show. He's – if you – there's a few things that he does on this – on the Mark Maron thing, which are – I don't know. You guys probably didn't hear it, but – he was talking about something where he's going down this path, and I thought he was dead serious. He was like, oh, you know, I remember – he was talking about race relations, and he's like, I remember when I was a kid, and I went in the wrong bathroom in Virginia. And I went in there, and, like, they, they told me to get out because I was white, and I shouldn't have been in this bathroom. And it was – I was, and I told my dad, I think that's wrong. And my dad – I saw a tear in his eye, and he was like, yeah, it is wrong, son, and it's it's awful, and – uh, then he, he made out with me, and I suddenly didn't worry about the bathroom anymore because my dad was making out with me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Bob Saget, and I was like, I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not where I expected that to go at all. He's like, he's like, and it was weird at the time, but I knew what he was doing. He just didn't want me to be sad anymore. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> like, oh my God! But, uh, yeah, that's the kind of like, shit he would say. Yeah, yeah, and it was, I was like. Man, like I, I missed him. Okay, so uh, yeah, he passed away in Orlando. I do. They, you know, everyone is always like, "Well, was it drugs? Was it suicide? Was it this? Was it that?" Um, they, at the current moment, they think it was uh, uh, heart or maybe uh, possibly. And again, I'm. This is the two things I've heard coming out of TMZ: either a heart or a stroke brought on by a recent bout with COVID. Mm. Um. But that, of course, has not been settled yet. Um, just very interesting seeing all the different comedians jumping in on. 
but yeah, you know, it, it's it's very sad that that Bob Saget is gone. He had three daughters. He had a, a wife. He had an uh, ex-wife that they were actually still kind of close. And um, he was, you know, his last tweet was how much fun he had at a show in in Jacksonville. And he was like, yeah, um, and that he couldn't believe that it had that he had done a two-hour show. Yeah. So, our condolences to his family. Indeed. And there's another one today. That I, I sad to say I didn't know much about her. Uh, of course, talk about Ronnie Spector, his, his wife. Yep. Oh, Ronnie Spector. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another another uh, celebrity that passed away. Ronnie Spector. She was from the what the Ronettes. Yeah. Yes, the Ronettes. I didn't really know a whole lot about her either. I do know that she was the uh, that she was the lead singer, and it was on a song that we actually uh, discussed and talked about. Or, well, maybe not the song itself, but in a movie that we talked about. Which movie? And Which song? The, the Dirty Dancing. Oh, that's right. Ah. Be my, yeah. be my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, the Spectre, of course, was from Phil Spectre, who was her ex-husband many, many years ago. And, of course, did the whole wall of sound, which meant that he also produced her stuff uh, before he lost his mind and kill people as well it's just a depressing ass episode um yeah which actually want maybe want to bring up something uh something weird that we have we have noticed mm-hmm. it might be a coincidence mm-hmm. but the give me five curse uh <laughs> we, we need to shame rob a little bit here <laughs> oh my god two two weeks ago we were talking about a celebrity that passed away uh, I don't john remember. madden oh it was, it was john madden and Rob said, I'm worried about another celebrity. He's like, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx things. And I looked down at my phone, and there was a because you know, there was a buzz, and he had typed it in there. And he said, Betty, Betty White. White. The next because I had I, I had just been to the to uh, a movie, and they were talking about Betty White's hundredth uh, hundredth birthday party and this and that, and and I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. The next day I wake up and my phone buzzes and it's in the afternoon, I guess, or whatever time it was. And I look down and it says, Betty White has passed away. I'm like, are you kidding me? Damn it, Rob. Not even 24 hours. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I killed Betty White. (laughs) Which, yeah, something crazy. I was, when I, I, that evening I went to Publix and they still had the Betty White 100th birthday, like, those magazines they put out that's just like a retrospective of someone like, mm-hmm. you know, they do, they did Betty White. They did like when they, when they decontinued the space shuttle, they did the space shuttles, all that kind of stuff. And did they you buy of all of them? No. So they... that you could hawk them on eBay later? <laughs> no, no, no. But they had the Betty White one in the magazine rack and it was right next to the Anne Frank one. Oh God. Which was, you know, talking about Anne Frank. So I, I, it made me kind of go down a rabbit really? hole. And it the Anne Frank one was talking about Anne Frank? <laughs> Rob, you kill like, Betty White. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what was interesting is you don't think about it because all the pictures are black and white and stuff. But, uh, but Anne Frank would have been eight years or is eight years younger than Betty White. Holy shit! They're like four, four or five years younger than Betty White. Mm. That's insane. Um, yeah. See, we kind of think about it like it's. I mean, it is really long time ago, hundred, you know, hundred years ish. But yeah, I was like, holy crap! Um, so th- this is part of this whole curse thing, where like, there's been multiple times 
where we've talked about someone or something or something and it's either made it like we did a whole thing about the movie rad and then they announced that they were showing it in the theater like a week later which right. is not as bad as betty white passing <laughs> no or we've talked about other other movies or projects or whatever and then it was announced that they that they were going to do a remake or some shit it, yeah hmm so it's, it's very weird because it's very it's ra- always random stuff and i was thinking like about moments that i did it i, I very distinctly remember like right when all of these like when the large group of celebrities just became famous for being celebrities like 15 years ago and like and a lot of people were doing crazy stuff like Britney Spears and like the Kardashians were just kind of starting and all that stuff I remember I was talking to someone I was like I wish celebrities could just be like Reese Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Felipe they do their job they're really good at it and you don't hear anything else about them and sure as shit the next day it came out that they were getting divorced I was like oops (laughs) That's really funny. Bastard. And someone's like, hey, remember that thing you said about you never hearing about the personal life of Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. Mind you, she was kind of a bigger star back then. Um, like, yeah. They're like, hey, check this out. Whoops. <laughs> Little things like that. And it's always Let's very see. strange. Yeah. That's so funny. It's like the like, time we talked about me dating Scar- Scarlett Johansson. <clears throat> Waiting. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not. Oh right. come on, man! You you killed Betty White. You guys are making things appear on on. <laughs> you guys are making things go back to like the movie theater and stuff. I can't. Fine, whatever. I'll just sit here quietly. <laughs> yeah. And I also determined that I have very bad taste in like celebrities because there's like there's been at least three celebrities that I like will be like, man, that's a that dude's. Good. He seems like a really stand-up guy. He's like, a I would stand-up totally, dude. Like I would totally base a sitcom around around him, and then like within like I Google him to be like, what else is he in? And like the the latest news will be like this celebrity was fired for groping a extra, or this like it happened two times recently. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not going to talk about celebrities anymore on this podcast <laughs> where we talk about celebrities. It's cursed, <laughs> cursed. I tell you. It is. It is. You you know what else is cursed? Uh, the entire state of Florida. Y- well, way to step on my transition. Dick. I was trying to. I was trying um, to help. The entire state of Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, Betty White's still dead, I, buddy. All right. <laughs> when's the monkey do, Greg? Uh. Yeah, about the monkey. Remember how we just talked about the monkey? I got a box, and it's... Rule number got, well, one, you don't talk about the monkey? Well, there's a box that showed up on my doorstep, and it it kind of had a... smelled like a dead oh. monkey. Yeah, because... Well, Omar, you get another couple months. What? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, until we can train the next monkey to use a microphone. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm... I'm going to read you the title of this story. And I want you to tell me how Florida this bullshit sounds. Aside from the fact that the title says Florida Man. (laughs) Florida Man stops to charge ankle monitor while committing a crime. (laughs) Faces Grand Theft Auto. Did he plug it into the cigarette lighter in the car? Like, how does he... T- 
I I don't even know how that works because I've never had an ankle monitor. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> but um, Mr. Joshua Shane Kreider approached uh, someone and asked if he could use their electrical outlet to charge his ankle monitor while in the process of committing Grand Theft Auto. Now, that's a little misleading because it wasn't actually... I mean, it's not really auto, but I guess kind of it is. He stole a side-by-side. You know what a side-by-side is? A motorcycle with a sidecar? or No, well, that's what I thought it was, but no. Uh, side-by-side is like the dune buggies that you see. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And they're called side-by-sides because you sit side-by-side. Right. Who the hell goes to jail over a dune buggy? Hey, Joshua Shane Kreider does. What? <laughs> While he's apparently on probation for something else, because he was wearing an ankle monitor. Yeah, I was going to say. And it makes me wonder what the ankle monitor was monitored. Oh, well, see, it was probably dead, so we had to charge it up to let them know that he was not where he was supposed to be and was, in fact, committing a crime. Well, that was the other thing. Aren't you supposed to be, like, within a certain wherever, like, work and home only, if you have an ankle monitor? But we already know he's a poor decision maker. Because he's wearing an ankle monitor. So. It's true. <laughs> true. I think the rules legitimately state that you're nowhere, not allowed to be anywhere near a dune buggy dealership. I think that's entirely possible. That's like rule number three on the list there. Yeah. yeah. And when the uh, when the detective found him, um, he he refused to keep his hands visible. Um, so he was immediately handcuffed and the detective found a box cutter in his pocket that was, that had the blade out. So he he was behaving oddly and, you know, then, then he stuck his hands in his pocket and the, and the cop was like, what are you doing? Um, then he ran the plates on the side by side and saw that it was reported stolen and he ran a check on Kreider and found out that, um, not only was he on house arrest. But he had an extensive history of battery, burglary, and grand theft. And he now faces charges of grand theft on a motor vehicle and resisting arrest. It's going to be like, he's going to get into prison and meet his, like, cellmate and be like, what did you do? I killed my mama and wore her skin as a mask. What'd you do? I stole a dune buggy. (laughs) I was doing, I was doing sweet wheelies in a parking lot. wheelies. And then I had to charge my ankle bracelets. And that's why I got caught, because I stopped. Sweet de- wheelies and rad donuts. Yeah, rad donuts and, and a new buggy in the parking lot. It's in Florida, Florida, so it was... I was encircling alligators. Yes. Oh my god, that's so funny. I hate everything. Jesus, in a Wendy's parking lot. I was doing a community service. <laughs> Rounding up them alligators. The- there really is this moment of my life almost every evening where I just walk into the music room and put on a vinyl and put on my headphones and close the door and turn off the lights and Florida goes away. <laughs> you only think it goes away. It's just No, yeah, it's, it's outside of the door. Like It's watching you through the window. We can pretend we live somewhere normal, like any war zone. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like, like Serbia <laughs> or something. Bosnia. Serbia in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. Romania. Sure. Yeah. That's don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> These days it's fine, but and like I'll be doing that, and like a mosquito will buzz into the room, and I'll be like, "No, 
you are not allowed in here. No Florida allowed. <laughs> no Florida allowed. Yeah. Okay. Buzz, 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 buzz. Yeah. The only Florida allowed in my music room is Tom Petty. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. And I guess Rob was technically born in Florida. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Rob is a legitimate Florida man. I'm hope I'm like waiting for him to snap and like you know. Oh, it'll happen. He'll be our next Florida man. <laughs> I mean, shit! I already killed Betty White. I'm on a rampage, right? <laughs> for sure. Jesus. Um. Okay. Yeah. We're, and we're I love that when you called me, <laughs> I answered the phone because I had no idea. I was out running errands. I answered the phone, and you—the first thing you said to me was. You are dead to me. <laughs> I was like, what? What, <laughs> what happened? And then you followed that up with, you killed Betty White. <laughs> and then I was like, no! <laughs> you thought I was messing with you. Oh my, I did. I, I, I was like, you're kidding, right? This is a joke, right? I immediately had to take my phone and Google it. I was like, oh! That's hilarious. <laughs> I killed Betty White. Oh my god, that's so much. <laughs> that being said, if she gets mad and she decide about it and decides to haunt you, that would be the best ghost ever. Ever. Oh, uh, that'd be a hilarious ghost. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh speaking of not to kind of keep this going, but uh on Betty White's birthday, uh which is what the 17th, I think. Um looking that up. Uh, Research department. Yeah, J- January 17th. Uh on January 17th, what because Betty White was a huge uh, animal fan, uh, pick your – what I'm doing and what a lot of people are doing is they're picking their animal shelter nearest to them and donating just $5 on, on Betty White's birthday. They're trying to get millions and millions of dollars donated to help animals. Oh, that's really um, cool. There's no official website for it or whatever, but it's just kind of a, the little thing that's going around. So I will be donating uh, money to the local Orlando shelters. Yeah, okay. Or, um, and uh, you can, of course, look up the no-kill shelters near you because that is what she was passionate about. In South Florida, we have the Tri-County Humane Society. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Where that killed my father. Literally. Wow. Oh, is that that is who we work for, isn't it? Yeah. It wasn't their fault. Okay. He was just very passionate and had a bad Got heart. it. Uh, they almost didn't get so. my $5, but okay. I'll get it. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. Yeah, give them okay. the $5. Anyway, let's uh, let us move on. Where are we? What are we doing now? Uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, we, we have a bunch of patrons that we talk All to, Florida. and it's and it's fun. There's quite a few Florida people in there. Um, they were the first to know. Do not allow. Like, in fact, the reason why I'm talking about them is because if Rob talked about them, one of them would get killed. <laughs> yeah, they'd all be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we are. Oh my uh, God. So we are. Uh, they're very nice people. We thank them very much. Uh, if you want to know more, it's really not that much. It's five dollars. Basically, the money that you would be d- donating to help animals. Um, it's just five dollars, and you can get a bunch of things. It helps out the show a lot, and we thank everybody involved. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/GiveMe5Podcast is how you do that. So thank you in advance. Okay, thank now you. we're going to get into our actual show. <laughs> Uh, let's just talk about Star Wars for a while. All right. Hell we yeah. did talk about Book of Boba Fett uh, two weeks ago because it came out, episode one came out. Uh, then we did our 
if you look one show behind this one, you'll see our 2001-2021 breakdown of all of the stuff that, that came out. Um, it is back after my dumbass accidentally pulled it down yesterday yeah. when, trying, when trying to adjust the numbering on it. And for some reason, it saved as a draft instead of saving as an actual episode. So it's there now again. Yay. Uh, so you can check that out. But, uh, but we've now, we are now three episodes into the book of Boba Fett. Uh, we're not going to talk about like all our usual stuff. It is Disney Plus. But what do you guys think so far? Um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, I know it's being criticized, but I, I mean, and particularly, I read an article that called it the worst thing on cable television in a decade. And I'm like, are are you watching the same thing? I really am? because I'm enjoying the this. worst thing. Yes, okay, that's. I'm like, well, that's a little dramatic. Okay. That's either someone that's a huge butthurt star wars fan or is a you know Troll. yeah or is going again going for clicks because that's not even close it's it's not the best thing but i enjoy it it's very enjoyable <clears throat> i'm definitely enjoying it Spe- specifically i i've <laughs> i really enjoyed the most recent episode uh, we had a couple, a couple. Yeah, we had a couple of cameos. Yeah, Stephen mm-hmm. Root and uh, uh, spo- spoiler people were not you, mm-hmm. but there's going to be some some spoilers. There, there definitely are going to be Fair some enough. spoilers. Yes, Stephen Root. Yeah, who I is Milton for all of you guys out there that watched Office Space. And also, um, oh God, what's his name? In, Danny uh, Trejo. <laughs> no, no, no. In Dodgeball. Oh, uh, that's right. He's yeah, like Dodgeball. Walter or something yeah. like that. Forgot about that. Uh-huh. Love that movie. So he, yeah. yeah, he's he's in it, um, and uh, Danny Trejo's in it. There's, I think, some of the problem that people might be having is there's not those like a big reveal. <clears throat> like right. a lot of the Disney Plus shows have a big reveal in the first episode or so, whether that be or something crazy like the. If you look at the Marvel ones, you look at the other ones. Yeah, you know, there was, of course, the Baby Yoda thing. There was um, some of the wackiness with uh, Scarlet Witch stuff. And, you know, I don't know. There's just always seems to be something that's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. But they're not really doing that with this. Uh, and for the most part, this ultimate badass has two things happen to him that I wouldn't expect. But is, I find intriguing is, one, he's getting his ass kicked left and right. Gets his ass beat multiple he's times. Like, yeah, he's, like, scarred up. He's beaten <clears throat> down. He's... Nothing good is happening to him, and also, he's acting like a good person. Yeah, whereas not if, the bounty hunter that you expect. Yeah, and I think that is throwing people. And I happen to I happen to like that. Um, I don't know, but I also come from the comic the world of comic books, where almost every bad guy character becomes a good guy at some point. You know, mm, true. And and I I still like. I think they're still doing a great job of balancing, giving us backstory and pushing the story and pushing the current story forward. I, I like the the dream sequences in the back to tank where it lets us know what happened to Boba Fett after the whole Sarlacc pit incident. And they're doing a good job of filling in those blank spots mm-hmm. and still giving us a current story to go with. Yeah. I thought this one was actually kind of sweet 
with young Boba Fett watching Django fly away. Mm-hmm. And it was just a little kind of cutscene. It was I just, but you you see that, and like all I can think about is Django getting his head cut off right in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> like, like oh, yeah, and and they've made they've made multiple references and actually shown multiple times that Boba Fett actually does have a heart. I mean, he's he. He may have been a feared bounty hunter, but again, he was just doing a job. It wasn't something that it wasn't like that was his personality. At least that's what it's starting to look like. Is that being a bounty hunter was just his job, and he learned to do it and learned to do it well. And you know, his father was a bounty hunter and or a Mandalorian or whatever, and he 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 did it well. So that was how he made money, but that wasn't necessarily who he was. Mm-hmm. And over the years, he learned, and he says that even in this episode, don't work for, I forget what, he, what word he uses, but like assholes, basically. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Now, Omar, you're not as deep into the Star Wars lore as us. I'm, I I do enjoy Star Wars very much. I just don't know as much. <clears throat> right. I don't know as much about the, you know, I guess I'll use the word universe as you guys do. But I've never seen a Star Wars anything that I didn't really enjoy to some degree or, or other, you know. Um, I love the whole huge mythology of it. I think it's really, really interesting. I think it's very well done. I like how they go into all these corners of the galaxy and do all these different things. I, I think it's very well, well done. And I think Book of Boba Fett so far, again, like you said, it's 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 not the best thing I've ever seen, whether it's Star Wars or otherwise. But it's very good. There's there's nothing to not like. Um, mm-hmm. I really like uh, as well. I like the dream sequences. I like that. Um, I I do love how they fill in the blanks, like what happens after um, Job of the Hut dies. Uh, quick spoiler: I like that the what is it? Jabba's is his cousins. The other yeah, two, the twins, the the, the twins, twins, the yeah. huts. And it's funny how mm-hmm. the one the the girl the the female one has this little tiny fan, and she's like fanning herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other one is just rubbing a like a space rat yeah. on his face all the time. Yeah, yeah like yeah. all the time yeah. he's just rubbing space rats yeah, all over so his weird. body. It's just so weird. And and I'm so annoyed that they're being carried. I, it annoys the hell out of me. I'm like, you guys are gigantic. Fucking get some kind of vehicle. Like, why do you? Why are you being carried around by those poor people? Stop it. That is their vehicle. I know, but it makes me angry. <laughs> it's. It's a status I, thing, Omar. Well, because they even explain... That is literally the worst job in the galaxy. <laughs> like, Carrying two huts on a big fucking, like, big wooden whatever. But they even explain why. Like, they, they uh, that's what I like about this. It's very well written. At the beginning of, I think it was in the first episode of, of this show, they explain people being carried around in the litters and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I was surprised a little bit as well about um, Boba Fett not not wearing his helmet. But I guess that's their way of He takes it off. He quite takes a it bit. off a lot, but I guess that's his their way of saying, you know, he's he's not a Mandalorian anymore. He's not he's not really aligning himself. He also is in hiding, I think. He is in hiding now. He is not hiding anymore. Right. Okay. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. I misunderstood what you said. Correct. So there but so there's that alone just the helmet is kind of kind of like to me it was like sort of a symbolic evolution of like the whole character. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the other, um, the other plot with like the Tuscans and, and 
And it's interesting to see what happens to them. I'm not going to spoil it mm-hmm. at the end of this episode. Um, we'll see where that goes. But there's, it's good. It's a very, very good show. What, it, what, what did you think of the enhanced gang? So there, there were a few mm. things. And this is in none of these critiques that I'm going to make are going to be remotely the worst show on television in 10 years. Like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I thought the the thing we and a lot of people like about Star Wars is the lived-in universe. And one of my kind of favorite sci-fi things is enhanced humans with, like, metal mm-hmm. body parts. Right. Like the, the Reavers from the X-Men, like that kind of thing. Um, and these characters weren't that. They looked... They looked a little chintzy. I thought um, I didn't necessarily like their little space mopeds. Um, their the Vespas, little, as yeah, Omar like, called them. Tattooing yeah, like Vespas. They were really, yeah, that was really leaning into the kind of origins of Star Wars with um, uh, Lucas's film with, oh my God, American Graffiti. Like they were just a little too hot roddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and they were a little too colorful. Clean. Yeah. They didn't fit. Yeah, they were too clean. Um. So I didn't – it didn't tur- turn me off and be like, oh, this so, so sucks. It was just like, eh. And um, and the the droid enhancements that they did to their bodies were kind of comical and somewhat out of place as well, weren't they? Yeah, like there's a little joke about like keep an eye on them. Oh, that's a just a thing we say because the guy had like a droid eye. He's like, oh, that's fine, man. That's fine, mate. I'm like, eh. There was a, some of the humor didn't land on this episode mm-hmm. um, for, for me Agreed. at least. Uh, I was super excited about Black Kirstan, the the evil the Kirstan Wookie. Yeah, is that yeah, what his like, name is? Yeah, um, Black Kirstan, K R R S A N T A N. He is a character that has been in the comics for a while. It's it's always cool seeing other Wookies other than you know Chewbacca. Chewie and seeing like not all of them are you know Chewbacca's he's a good guy to have on your team, but what if the giant hard to kill arm ripping off characters or bad guys um or after you i guess not necessarily these bad guy but mm-hmm. uh, yeah because he beat the shit out of everybody this guy's there. huge yeah 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 and he was getting tased and he was getting shot with like a blaster and he just kind of shrugged it off and stabbed and stabbed with it with that it was one of those electro knives that was in han solo i think that cut mm-hmm. through like everything yep um so he was he's kind of a badass and i'm hoping we see more of him I think we will. I think he'll end up working with both. That's exactly what I think. Um, Yep. But I also I also would like to talk about what I what I referred to when I saw this as the absolute slowest high speed chase I think I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There there's a scene in this episode where the mayor's aide who is wonderfully slimy, by the way. I love the mayor's aide in this he does show. A, he, he's a, he does a good job. I mean, I hate him, but that's the point. Yeah. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. And he just oozes, you know, political bullshit. And it's like, uh, you just want to, like, punch him in the throat. But they they try they they come to speak to the mayor and he's like i will go get the mayor you know cuz they threaten to kill him and he's like you know I, I will go find out about clearing the schedule and he makes a break for it he runs he jumps in his little like speeder and drives away and boba fett sends his his little enhanced uh gang after him and they all jump on their on their vespa vespa scooters and they go after him 
And it's, it was really weird because at certain points in this chase scene, you can tell that they're trying to make it look like it's a high-speed chase. And it was it was kind of off-putting a little bit because at various points during this chase sequence, they're showing you different shots, and each shot feels like it's moving at a different speed. Am I am I correct in that? Yeah, it was a little weird. Um, it was so, through the it was through narrow streets of Moss Espa, like right. the the Tatooine cities, and yeah, it was definitely very like sometimes it was fast, sometimes it was slow. I've seen faster chases like people on their little, like, scooter, like, old people on their little scooters trying to get to the deli counter at Publix. Right. And and it didn't, for me, it didn't, it didn't actually seem like it was fast. It just seemed like they were trying to make it look like it was fast. Because when you, when you put all of it together, it really kind of looks like a couple of people on golf carts just kind of chasing each other. And I'm not talking about the fast golf carts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was, I was like, wow, this is, okay. I, I really kind of feel like you could get out and run faster than these things are going. <laughs> it was really sad. Really sad. Yeah. I That was, and it was, yeah, and it was long too, which is kind of the other aspect of that. It was way longer than it needed to be. I almost feel like they were trying to do filler. Mm-hmm. The there's two other things I want to discuss here with this, unless you guys have other stuff as well. They uh, did a we haven't talked about Danny yet. That's that's what I was going to talk okay. about. So they they did a, they they very much hinted that there was a need for a rancor. Uh, the rancor from Jedi is long dead, and they keep on dropping people into that pit in Jabba's old palace. And mm-hmm. there's nothing down there to gobble up, said people. Uh, so. The the huts that um, Omar was talking about they appear with a gift, and the gift is a, a calf, a baby rancor, who is very sleepy. He's cute, very like sleepy, and depressed apparently. <clears throat> yeah, um, he's depressed, and they have things over his eyes. And his trainer, so the new trainer at Jabba the Hutt's palace or Boba's palace, yeah, go ahead, Rob, because he's going to murder you at some point. You might is well say is Danny Trejo. And I love Danny Trejo, but it is still Danny Trejo just being Danny Trejo. (laughs) Am I wrong? I mean... Yeah, definitely. Honestly, it's Danny Trejo being Danny Trejo, and you know what? Whatever. I'll I'll take it. That was great. (laughs) Uh, This episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who kind of brought us Danny Trejo Mm -hmm. in Desperado and stuff. So that kind of makes sense. But yeah, he is the trainer that you learn a little bit about rancors actually is weird because i knew that stuff for some reason that they're fairly docile um the reason why java's rancor was like so agitated was he was being starved mm-hmm. um which i don't remember if they actually say that in jedi or if that was just kind of mentioned elsewhere so oh, i think that was he, mentioned in this series they mentioned it here but i knew it before oh, see i didn't know that mm-hmm. um there was uh it may have been the bad batch cartoon uh, maybe. Um, they hint at the original Boba the F- Boba the Fett Boba the Fett <laughs> Boba Fett uh, cartoon uh, that 
he where he he's like I've I've ridden things three times this size, and that's that monster that he was riding in that original Boba Fett cartoon the first time you ever saw him. So they've now referenced that. They've referenced the gun that he had in that as well in the Mandalorian. I also heard that they that not in this, but just recently that they name dropped um, a big villain and kind of canonized him. Who's that? Darth Bane. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look and try and find the article, but I, I heard that they name dropped Darth Bane. And they, uh, that's interesting. And of course, we also have a new uh, crime syndicate trying to move in, which is why the Hutts moved out. So there's that type of stuff. The other thing I think is, is a kind of a valid complaint is we have this giant galaxy with all sorts of interesting planets. And for some reason, Tatooine has definitely been the planet that people have visited more than any other. So I can I can kind of understand people's like complaint. You know, this is actually a complaint in some cases that people had with Walking Dead. It's like everything is in the summer in the forests of Georgia. There's other places they should be. And like this is sand, 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 sand. Mandalorian had a lot of that. They did kind of finally get off Tatooine. Uh the original prequels all had Tatooine, uh what New Hope and Return of the Jedi had it like that's the planet they've been to the most in all these movies and I know it makes sense but um, I would like to see more so hopefully I'm hoping they do this getting Boba Fett the have the crap kicked out of him for three episodes and then he's like okay that's it I'm done with this shit so we'll see what happens and I I will make a prediction since we've seen it twice now where people have been dropped into an empty Rancor pit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet that later in this series, in season one, they're going to drop somebody in the pit who is certain that the Rancor is dead. And then they're going to open the door and reveal the Rancor. Uh, interesting. I'm wondering if Danny Trejo is a plant, because they keep on having him look at that little, like, shocking device. I was wondering that, too. They They zoom in on it quite a bit, and I'm wondering. Hmm. I thought that he was going to, like do something when he was like stand in front of him but maybe not i don't know yeah i don't totally trust that character yet for sure mm-hmm. i agree with that uh it's on disney plus you know it's on disney plus watch it if you have the ability mm-hmm. to watch it and and then tell us what you think yes and that name drop was in the Star Wars number 20 comic book from Marvel Comics. Um, Luke, I guess, receives a holocron message from Yoda telling him to go to the Living Sea of Geisen. And something happens there, and Luke meets the Force, force ghost of Elzar Mann, one of the Jedi heroes of the High Republic area. And he coaches We're Luke getting through that. Very nerdy. Yeah. Fantastic. And that's and that's where they drop the the name, uh, Darth Bane. Nice, nice. This is what uh, it was like in my time. We were never alone. Sometimes we were all connected, like truly. But this is what the order was for me—a golden age, about eight centuries after we ended the rule of the Sith Lord Darth Bane. I want to see me some Darth Bane. That High Republic stuff. That's probably in the book too. Okay, let's let us move on to Sing. Sing! You saw it. I haven't had a chance yet. I haven't seen the second one. I love, the first, love one. the first one. Oh my god. Am I really the only one who saw yeah. Sing too? Yeah. Oh, you guys suck. 
Anyway, okay, tell us everything about it and spoil to... nothing. Go. <laughs> Jesus. Sing Two was also do it in song. If you could. <laughs> yeah, can you make was it rhyme, released please? on November fourteenth of twenty twenty one. It's directed by Garth Jennings. It does have all the returning cast. So it's got Tori Kelly, Reese Witherspoon, Taron Edgerton, Nick Kroll, Matthew McConaughey, Garth Jennings, Jennifer Saunders, Chelsea Peretti, Scarlett Johansson, Bobby Cannavale's in this. Uh, Nick Offerman, Adam Buxton, Eric Andre's in this. Halsey, Letitia Wright. You know who Letitia Wright is, correct? I know the yeah, name. Yeah, why is that familiar? Not... Siri. Uh, what? Siri from The Witcher. Oh. No, not Siri. Suri. Oh, Suri. Suri. You know who Suri is? No, who's Suri? I do. From Black Panther. Yeah. Oh. The, the, uh, Sciency geeky sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The badass. Uh, Bono is in this. Pharrell Williams, Julia Davis, Peter Serafinowitz. Yep. And the synopsis is: Buster Moon and his friends must persuade reclusive rock star Clay Calloway to join them for the opening of a new show. And basically, the I mean, the plot is is they're they're all doing very well. Uh, post sing the theater that Buster Moon was trying to save as thriving. They're running like daily shows and they're doing very well. And they have a talent agent come to check them out that they're all excited about. And the talent agent tells them that they're not good enough to perform in what is this world's equivalent of Las Vegas. So they set out to prove her wrong and they go to Las Vegas and they, and they lie a little bit to the Mr. Um, I want to call him Mr. Wolf, but that's not it. It's uh, Mr. Crystal, played by Bobby Cannavale. And he's the slimy villain or whatever. And, and um, you know, he agrees to fund their idea for a show. And they come up with this really bizarre idea for a show. It was actually kind of entertaining. I liked it a lot. Or the show, that is. And, it, it again, it's it's just a really cute movie. It's got a solid soundtrack. It's lots of fun. And honestly, I think it's just as enjoyable as the first movie was. The first one not only had a good soundtrack, it had incredible music mixing. It really did. The music so was like, fantastic. So, like, it was one of those where you could listen to the songs mm-hmm. on, like, a CD or streaming or whatever. Or you could put that movie on, and it sounded so good, especially in movie theater speakers. Yeah. It was just mixed for it and like... It really it elevated some of those songs, and as you saw in that one video, my child also liked the first one and the music from it. He did, and you should have had him watch the second one. He will at some point. Well, I meant for this show. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Douche canoe. <laughs> There's a video floating around on the internet of my child dancing to uh, in in the bathroom, dancing and singing. Oh my god. Look at her butt and wheeling around. It's pretty cute. Mm. I think he was like four, maybe three. Anyway, uh, yeah, I I really like the story. I, I like the cast, um, and I can't wait to see it. I just have not had a chance. It, um, I I definitely recommend it. It's it's really cute. If you're looking for a good family movie, check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. My. <laughs> I have to say my favorite uh 
my favorite character name in this one is uh, the dance instructor that is trying to teach uh, Johnny, Taryn Edgerton's character, the gorilla, mm-hmm. trying to teach Johnny how to dance. Uh, it's played by Adam Buxton. It's like uh, one of those proboscis monkeys. And the character's name is Klaus Kickenclobber. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. I don't know why, but I love that. And the um oh, what is what is her name? The the chameleon. She is hilarious. Oh, the, the little old lady with like yeah. the eyes. Mrs. Crawley. Yeah. With the crazy eye. Did you know that Mrs. Crawley is played by a man? <laughs> really? Yeah. Garth Jennings. I don't know shit. Yeah. Miss Crowley is played by Garth Jennings. I did. I didn't know that, and I saw the first movie. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> she was hilarious in this as well. I mean, I gave some of the plot away. I don't really want to give too much away, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Go check it out. Nice. It will happen. Definitely will happen. I think that's it. Right. <clears throat> All right. So a couple let's do some uh bookkeeping stuff here real quick. Oh, did we do we have more stuff? No, I think that's it. I want to do I I want to do an off your head five. Hey, well, I I do want to um before we get into that. Okay. Uh we usually do a side A and a side B. We've just been a little busy with um holidays and a few uh job and school related things. So uh those are not gone forever. They will be back shortly, but we just are we're kind of trying to work out a schedule to get those in the side B, of course, for those of you that might have just started listening. Uh, they are older movie reviews. We don't do, like, the modern review stuff, and they usually are paired with a Give Me Five, thus the name of the podcast, where we do a top five list. So as soon as we figure those out and when we can do them, we will those will be filtered back in. Uh, I think that's mostly it. We are going to do a Give Me Five for this that is, right... That is going to be uh, is sort of a, a last minute one um, as a result of work and things, but um, I think it's going to be a fun conversation. So, uh, Rob, if you'd like to ask that, give me five question. I I want to know what uh, I, I mean. Maybe we can get five. I don't know uh, what locations in the Star Wars universe you want to see more of. So I did mention that Tatooine is a little played out. Yeah, um, it's you know sand. I hate it. It's itchy and it gets everywhere. That kind of situation. <laughs> um, so I don't want to see any more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. The, there was two that were very that were set pieces in various movies that mm-hmm. you were there and then kind of gone. Um, one of which is at Kajimi, which is the snowy kind of place where uh, they go in the most recent. Uh, Star Wars movie, and it's the one where like people are like closing their doors as they're as the First Order is like wandering around, and it's like snowy, and you don't really see much of it during the day, or you don't see any of it during the day. Mm-hmm. And that's where they run into what? Who? What is her name? Zori Bliss. Zori Bliss, yeah, or Zori Bliss, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. It just looked like an interesting planet mm-hmm. um, that I would like to know more about. Uh, the other big um, one. Good. I don't think you can. Why is it blown up? It was destroyed by the Zaitan class star destroyer Durifan of the Sith Eternals Final Order fleet as a show of force for the rest of the galaxy. That wasn't in that movie, but we could always see it before. True. You see what the deal is. Um, Utapu, 
which was that stony kind of rock planet with all this. It was the sinkhole planet, I believe, from the of the the prequels, the third one. Yeah, where uh, you know uh, Obi Wan was riding around on a lizard, and it as I remember very distinctly reading like the Star Wars Galaxies magazine, where they're like, "You're going to be re- you're going to be shown the sinkhole planet of Utapu." And it's just a it's just a pretty planet, and I think that you could do some really cool stuff with the sinkholes and really cool stuff with with those lizards and things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what is there any that you would like to uh, throw on the pile there? Um, I'd like to see more of Kashyyyk. We don't really see a whole lot, and I know I know there's a little bit more to Kashyyyk than what we actually saw in the Clone Wars because Kashyyyk is actually known for its super tall trees, and the Wookiees actually live in the in the tops of the trees on Kashyyyk and it seems like it would be a really interesting locale to film something in you know with all of these all of these tree houses linked by all of these rope bridges with just this this almost seeming like a forever drop below you into fog that is thousands of feet down and what's below all that nothing but wookie poop just wookie <laughs> poop just piles and piles of wookie poop and it and has I to go somewhere just saying, <laughs> and I'd also like to see more of some of the some of the water planets, like uh, Camino, or the what was the name of that planet that they that um, where the Death Star crashed or fell? Yeah, it, well, it was actually a moon. It was one of the moons of Endor. Um, uh, God, I'll keep looking. But um, uh, and I've got I do have a couple more now. We're of course going way over Omar's head here. Omar's like, I like the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat paste. Is Mars a thing? <laughs> is, is Mars a thing? <laughs> so, uh, Omar, what you were telling me earlier is you really wanted to explore Mandalore a little bit. You can, can you write the Mandalore, the home planet of the Mandalorians? Actually, mm-hmm. actually, I do think that'd be very cool. I always liked the um, the really like advanced looking cities. Like the really super advanced, like, like um, curse Curasant or whatever it's. However, am I yeah. if I'm am I saying that right? Is that the one where like you the are, whole thing right. is like a big city? Yes, I think that's really interesting. I love that like futuristic kind of stuff. Um, I I always liked. I don't know what planet this is on, but I like stuff like when they go to that like cloud city or whatever. Yep, that's good. Like yeah. I love. I, I think those back. are the kinds of things that are so interesting and one of the things that i really like about the star wars universe is they do such a good job of making them all very different from each other like they're they all have their own distinct personality there's like a vibe there's a there's a visual whatever to it um i also liked um what was the one where like in the first in in episodes one two and three where the princess is naboo is that right is that right Mm -hmm. i love the like architecture and it's kind of like a beautiful whatever planet. Mm-hmm. Like I like that yeah. kind of stuff. Basically huh? Italy. <laughs> Basically Italy. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. yeah. It's like Tuscan region. Yeah, that, that's of Italy. fair. Yeah. The whole planet is on the Mediterranean Sea. So. <laughs> yeah. now, I always find it interesting the Star Wars planets. Like, did you know there was a planet called Lego? I did not. Wait for real. I want to go there. It's an outer rim planet which harbors flying creatures called Zandu and medicinally imported plants called Reeks Riska. Lego is surrounded by a thousand moons, and at least one of these, named Milius Prime, is home to a race called the Angels. 
It's mentioned. It's mentioned in the film The Phantom Menace, and it's in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. The Are TV you series. an angel? At which point, I smashed my face on the chair in front of me. Are you an angel? Yes. What? Like that? The other. That pickup line also does not work. I tried it at least <laughs> times in college. Hey, try, try again, buddy. Are you an? Oh wait, you're married. Right. Yeah. yeah. Are you an angel? Like, like campus security was like, oh, move it along, angel guy. Are you an angel? Is that a rape whistle? <laughs> um, I do have a couple other. The name ones. of that other water planet was Kef Beer, by the way. Which oh, one's uh, that? It's a moon of Endor where the some of the wreckage from the second Death Star landed. I'm not a big fan of Kef Beer. I like uh, IPAs instead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Actually, I don't even like IPAs. They taste like soap. But Corvan <laughs> uh, is an interesting place. I'm kind of going dark here. Corvan, which is the Sith planet, that's basically a planet littered with like statues to past Sith rulers, and is a dark, What's scary place. But and also Dathomir. Uh, yes. Corvan. Huh. Okay. Corvan and Dathomir, which is the now definitely Dathomir. People that watch the animated shows are going to be like, well, we've been on Dathomir like in most of the Rebels show and most of uh, Clone Wars show and all that, but we've never seen it live action. And I think it it would be a completely different like thing. Maybe, maybe a little bit horror Um, because the Night Sisters are kind of evil, but they also have a kind of a pretty good reason to be pissed off because half of their people or almost all of their people were killed by various other races and stuff. So um, Dathomir would kind of be an interesting place. To visit, um, I do think it is an, it's interesting in Star Wars that none of the planets have different like weather. They're all, the planet's kind of known for like one thing, like oh, this is the ice planet, which yeah, that makes sense. But some of the other ones, like you never see anything other than just like one that one type. Yeah, that's true. Did they? Did they? Like, this is the um, fire planet. This is the in this the storms planet. Yeah. In this, uh, I'd like to see more Numidian Prime. Which one's that? Yeah, yeah. It's the rainforest planet. It's. It's from Solo, a Star Wars story. It's the one where the um, that's Haven to the smugglers, okay. the smugglers and thieves hide there, and there's there's probably a bunch of really good stories from there as well. In this mm-hmm. current show, the the Book of Boba Fett, don't they? Is it me or did they mention a planet like where all the huts are from? Yes, uh, Nal Hutta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that really like there's like a whole planet? You guys of them? need to stop. Yeah, you guys need to stop picking planets where there's giant piles of poop on the ground. Because <laughs> there's no possible chance that there's anything relating to plumbing in a, pl- in a hot yeah, planet. Yeah, that's fair. But I didn't know, I mean, I never thought about it, but I didn't know they all came from, you know, this one whatever planet. Like, you just don't yeah, think So help me God if I step in hot poop in the middle of my movie. <laughs> yeah, you don't step in that, you sink into it. That's not... <laughs> and, <laughs> and i'd definitely like to see more just centered on the outer rim i mean i know that there's a bunch of planets there but i i'd like to see because because to me the outer rim kind of feels like the wild west of the star wars mm. universe it's like some sort of heist some sort of rim job maybe yes oh jeez. i want to see a rim job <laughs> ah. uh. <laughs> <laughs> i think we're done i think we're good and we're done here yes yeah. uh how can people send angry letters to me for that joke? Well, you can always email us at give me five podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, give me five podcast.com, or you can find us on Facebook by searching for the give me five podcast. And if you really want to reach out and tell Greg how much he sucks, you can hit our social media up Twitter and Instagram at give me five pod. Okay, let's all do that. And remember, just say Greg sucks.
Yes. What the hell are you doing? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And guys, like I always say, the cream may rise to the top, but a turd can float there too. Nice. That was me snapping you guys out of existence. <laughs> to a time where winners and they-